everyone, and welcome to episode 38 of the Social Liability Podcast. I'm your host, The Raspberries, with my co-host, The Buck Grundle, bringing you new and interesting stories from all over the internet of people that violate the social contract that we all agree to live by. Okay, Buck, so we, we have the, the, the pre-podcast the pre, uh, discussion. We just kind of shoot the shit, talk about the stories, and let everybody get their shit out of their system. And we determined that tonight is buck and caregiver katie date night what do you have planned buck well we will be dining at the valley smokehouse where Catherine, caregiver katie will gorge herself with crab legs and take it to mythological proportions because she can put away some crab legs and i'm gonna sit there and you know enjoy the ambiance and i'll I'll eat something i kind of want to go on a date with you right now (laughs) dude i've been craving crab legs for over a year and you just can't find them here in oklahoma dude i can go to the grocery store and and get like a bag of freezer burnt alaskan snow crab legs but uh yeah oh my god i want crab legs now fuck you buck I, you might fall in love and I might fall asleep. Yeah. You just, just go to hell. <laughs> God damn it, I want fucking crab legs now. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, ordinarily, not ordinarily, this is the first time I've ever survived through a pandemic, but on the regular, I have been quarantined and that has lasted now for well over a year and I'm starting to get cabin fever really bad. And the days are starting to be like groundhog day. Like I seriously woke up this morning and thought it was the 12th. Wow. I thought, (laughs) I thought, I thought that my friend from childhood, my childhood buddy, the one that I told you was coming last week and did, I really thought that today was the day he was coming over. I was just like, OMG. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, my last two days, I have sat in a conference room with a big monitor and yelling at people, trying to get water back into the city that I work in. (laughs) So uh, I I really didn't, it didn't even really, when I woke up this morning at like six o'clock, I'm like, oh my God, it's Saturday. How the hell is it Saturday? (laughs) I mean, it was literally, I'm there at six in the morning and not getting out of there until it's, I'm going to come home to pass out. And I pretty much did last night. I I came home, I changed clothes, I ate a couple slices of cold pizza and I passed out. So we didn't get to record yesterday because of that. And uh, so it's, the show is coming out a little delayed, which I'm not really happy about, but there was just no way in hell I was going to be able to record anything yesterday. So here we are with episode 38. Um, Usually we try to come up with a snappy name. Um, but the best we'd come up with was pranks, poop, and bears. I mean, it's pretty clickbaity, so I mean, that's something, I guess. You know what? There's there's a certain art form to being succinct, and uh, and I think you nailed it. Right. Well, let's start out with the bear, shall we? This is being reported uh, by Alabama.com, AL.com. Why is this being reported in Alabama? I don't know, but. Let's just go with it. Alaskan woman bitten by bear while in outhouse. Anchorage, Alaska. A new rule for going to the bathroom in Alaska. Check for bears before sitting down. 
A woman using an outhouse in the state's backcountry got an unexpected and unpleasant surprise when she was bitten on her rear by a black bear moments after sitting down. I got out there and sat on the toilet, and immediately something bit my butt right as I sat there. (laughs) I jumped up and screamed when it happened. KHNS reports the encounter occurred last weekend near uh, Kilcat Lake, a remote area in southeast Alaska. Stevens, her brother Eric, and his girlfriend were staying in a yurt near the lake. Stevens tells KHNS that she was normally she normally yells "Hey bear!" <laughs> while heading to the outhouse, but forgot to do it this time. But she wasn't sure what happened when she was bitten, so she called for her brother to look in the outhouse. The AP reports that she first thought that she was been bitten by a mink or a squirrel. I'm okay. I- I'm gonna go open the lid and look. <laughs> I took the headlamp and got the lid of the toilet and lifted it up. Eric Stevens tells KHNS, right there at the level of the toilet seat, maybe an inch or two below, a gigantic black bear face looking right back at me. (laughs) Both ran back to the yurt, because they're going to be safe in a goddamn yurt, uh, where they treated Shannon's wound with a first aid kit. I was bleeding, but it wasn't super bad, she tells the AP. Bear tracks could be seen in the snow around the outhouse and the yurt the next day, but the bear left the area. It's believed the bear entered the outhouse through a hole downhill from it. She may be the only person that has ever this has ever happened to. The Alaskan fish and game biologist Carl Couch uh, tells KHNS, I wouldn't be surprised over the years if other folks had bizarre things, but during February to sit down on an outhouse and something like this happen is very unusual. Oh. She got her ass bit by a bear. <laughs> now I can barely handle it. Oh god. No. 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 <laughs> can you, can I you, guess that was a shitty joke. I'll let that one slide. I mean, can you seriously you're like in your most vulnerable state right there when you're taking a dump. Could you, could you would any could, could you imagine being any more vulnerable, except being mid mid dookie? You know, it reminds me of a movie I saw when I was a kid that actually started like a phobia of something being in the damn toilet. In the toilet? and it was called ghoul. Yeah, in the toilet. Yeah, the it toilet. was called ghoul. Shut up. <laughs> I. Stop speaking in a way that forces me to recall all repressed childhood memories. About turtles? <laughs> so what was the name of the movie? Ghoulies. Okay. And so- man, the guy sits down to take a crap or something, something like that, and this little demon just like pops up out of the bowl and just bites him. And then that happened again in Critters. And then I was like, ah, ah. Ah, uh, and now, now it's reality. They're, they're, like, we're not talking like a snake, which is bad, or a spider, which is petrifying. We're talking about a freaking bear, man. We're talking about a freaking bear. Like, facing a bear in regular circumstances is just unimaginably, like, I don't even want to think about it. But then, like you said, in your most vulnerable, you're literally caught with your pants down. That's that's just the, the long and short of it. You know, it, it's funny because now my uh, 
we, we have a, a new dog in the house. And for some reason, this damn dog is as dumb as a box of oysters. Just refuses to get through its head that my oldest son's bedroom is not an appropriate place to poop. So uh, I'm sitting here and I'm, I can look out the door directly to my left. And I can see his bedroom door. And I knew he wasn't in there today. But I did see the dog walk in. It's like, that's odd. That dog doesn't go anywhere by itself. It's kind of a coward. So I crept up, walked over there, and caught dog mid-squat. And dog got picked up abruptly. (laughs) Oh, no. And dog was in its most vulnerable state. (laughs) Hopefully dog learned a valuable lesson. But see, black bears are no freaking joke, man. No, no, you, like, pe- you, don't, you like, don't mess pe- with bears. Right, period. You know, and people are like, oh, black bears are small. I'm like, you know what? Dynamite comes in smaller packages yeah. than a black bear does. Floyd, look what it does to freaking people. Floyd Merriweather's pretty small, too, but I don't want to fight him either. Yeah, I mean, seriously, you don't mess with a bear. And now you got. And this lady wasn't messing with the bear. She was just trying to go and relieve herself. I'm not saying that she's like some sort of idiot and she was asking for trouble. This is just truly such an unusual anomaly to happen. And I'm 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 really glad that she got out of it okay. Yeah, but, but now at parties, she's gonna be dropping her pants all the time, going, You wanna know how I got this scar? Man. Yeah. Oh man. Like that's something that I would say when people ask, well, why, why are you in a wheelchair? A bear bit me while I was in an outhouse. Ooh, like, that's, that a, good, that's like, a new one for you. It really is. But I mean, like, it sounds unbelievable. True. You know? And for her, that, that really is how she got the freaking scar. <laughs> like, you, wow. Shark attack. Well, let's move uh, from the nice cold uh, Alaskan frontier that we're all experiencing right now in the continental United States. Uh, to the rather balmy North Carolina. This is being reported by Fox 2. Charlotte, North Carolina. A man dressed as a grandma was caught red-handed by a neighbor who says he was stealing mail in the neighborhood. Neighbors who live in Greencastle Drive say for months someone's been coming to their neighborhood at night and snatching their mail. Two neighbors actually encountered the person who they thought was an elderly woman, but turns out to actually be a man. They were pretty shocked, <laughs> neighbor. one of the neighbors said. Uh, since the holidays, residents have reported letters and even credit cards and debit cards stolen right out of their mailboxes. Both Sal Jamil and Nancy Crawwell say the thief stole credit cards and debit cards from their mailbox and ran up thousands of dollars in purchases across multiple states. I didn't even know it had been compromised until I went to use it and it was declined. The thief drained... $3,600 from her accounts. Renee, uh, yeah, Renee Jones recorded ring video of the thief snatching her neighbor's mail in front of her. Residents said the bandit was so bold that he confronted he was confronted twice and still kept coming back week after week. Crawwell said the thief remained uh, said the thief quote really figured out what our mail schedule is end quote. Uh, then last Thursday, a neighbor snapped a photo of what appeared to be a startled old woman clutching mail under her shirt. Sometimes you just have to take matters in your own hands and provide information to the authorities, said Crawwell. <laughs> the neighbor paid $30 to run the photo through face recognition software. Uh, someone online digging through uh, 
digging turned up photos of a person dressed as a woman in a Georgia arrest record for Charles Harrell. Harrell, uh, his record included identity theft charges with female aliases listed as Sandy and Cynthia. Neighbors also got their license, uh, got the car's license plate number. When the same rental car returned on Saturday, police were waiting. They followed the vehicle to a nearby Starbucks and made the arrest. Uh, the county records show that Charles Harwell was arrested on charges unrelated to mail theft. So what the hell was he arrested for then? I don't know. Officers were aware of several incidents of mail theft in the neighborhood, and they are actively investigating. They are also following leads, uh, but there has been no one charged at this time. Residents feel they feel violated and are taking precautions. We kind of knew it was going to be uh, when it was going to be delivered, and we picked up the mail, and we were in the process of actually putting in cameras with motion detectors. I feel very relieved that the la- that this at least the person is in custody. Yeah, and dude, it does look like an old woman. I mean, if you saw the picture, it it, it looks like an old woman <laughs> with big old saggies and everything. Oh man! So, dude, actually had like a pretty like well thought out and elaborate hoax here. And apparently, it's not the first time because uh, he has arrest records in other states uh, posing as a woman to commit crimes. I mean, he went a whole. He decided, I'm going to do credit card theft. I'm going to go old Mrs. Doubtfire on this one. I was going to say, you know, Aerosmith writes songs about dudes like that, but you know, you, I got to give, I got to give the guy at least a modicum of credit because at least he's not doing the same thing in the same place. Like he's taking, he's taking his show on the road. He's like, Oh, well I got here in Georgia, you know, I got caught here. I'm going to move on up to North Carolina, you know? So at least, at least, at least he's not that stupid. Well, I mean, there's, there's, you, for someone who gets away with it for so long, can you really call him stupid? I mean, cause criminals don't typically have the best track records, but this guy got away with it for years, apparently. Right. I mean, you know, I mean there there was there was definitely people that are in custody that I've looked at right in the eye and said, "I think it's time you find a new line of work because you're really bad at this." <laughs> right. And, and you know, what I'm saying is is that, you know, I would call him a little stupid because perhaps you could use that ingenuity to like, you know, fine, you don't want to get a job, you don't want to work for somebody, blah blah blah. Start a freaking business, bro. Like you obviously have like some sense about you. Perhaps you shouldn't be an asshole with it. So that's why I say not that stupid. At least he's, you know, moving around and not staying. You know, he's he's getting away with it, but he's an idiot for doing that to begin with. Is what, what I'm saying. Well, that's North Carolina. The only place we can go now is South. So we go to our first Florida man story of the day. And let's play the music first, shall we? Florida man, Florida man, does whatever the fuck he can. Makes headlines every time. Florida's paradigm. Look out. Here comes Florida man. Here comes Florida man out of Tampa, where in Hernando County, on Thursday at 4.37 p.m., a Hernando County Sheriff's deputy responded to Timber Pines Resident Activity Center in reference to the report of a suspicious person. As deputies arrived, the suspect later identified as James Muzowski, 
54, was observed fleeing the scene, driving a tan-colored Lincoln SUV. The caller reported that her husband, who had been exercising in the fitness center, observed the suspect in the parking lot rummaging through their golf cart. Muzowski of Palm Harbor was in possession of sunglasses and a nylon cup holder belonging to the victim. When the victim confronted the suspect, Muzowski displayed a silver badge and told the victim he was a Buffalo police officer. The victim advised that he continued to question Mazowski about why he was rummaging through the golf cart. Mazowski once again displayed the badge and told him he was searching for someone <laughs> in a golf cart. <laughs> Mazowski proceeded to drop the sunglasses on the ground and get into a vehicle and flee the scene. Mazowski struck the curb, damaging the vehicle as he sped away. Deputies were able to conduct a traffic stop on Mazowski, exiting the parking lot. Mazowski advised deputies he was a U.S. Marshal and provided a Buffalo Special Police photo ID. Mazowski kept insisting he was a U.S. Marshal and he needed to leave. Initially, Mazowski displayed the badge and indicated he was a U.S. Marshal to the front gate guard to gain access to the gated community. Deputies detained Mazowski at the scene. Deputies contacted the representative from the Buffalo Police Department who indicated Mazowski was not a current member of the department's quote, special police officers. <laughs> uh, which is comprised of citizens who assist in the community members. So that's like a reserve reserve police officer program. Uh, Mazowski spontaneously advised the deputy he was driving a rental vehicle and that he dropped off a customer who lived in Timber Pines. Deputies contacted the customer and advised that he dropped off the vehicle for repairs at the Auto Nation Lincoln of Clearwater, and the vehicle was scheduled to be returned on the 11th. Additionally, the customer advised the vehicle should have no body damage. <laughs> Mazowski da uh, damaged the vehicle and he fled the parking lot. A small amount of currency was also reported missing from the vehicle's center console. Uh, Mazowski was transported to Hernando County Detention Center on charges of impersonating a police officer, burglary of a conveyance, resisting a law enforcement officer without violence, and leaving the scene of an accident. <sighs> you know, it's what in the ever loving shit. You... This guy just <laughs> he just panicked. <laughs> yeah, and he doubled down. That's the funny thing. You know, it's funny when the, the police impersonators, which there is an abundance of, let's face reality, there is abundance of people that just have like this mental health condition where they have to impersonate police officers. Uh, rarely is it anybody ever something, trying to get away with something that it's usually a mental health issue. Because when they get confronted by the actual police, they just double down. They're just like, nope, this is this is a story, and I'm not going to deviate. <laughs> If I'm going to die on a hill, it's going to be a tall one with a precarious slope. Oh, I'm going all... <laughs> <laughs> but it just throws throws everything, and he's like, special police, what am I going to wear? How can I correlate special police with something that's even mildly... U.S. Marshal, that's what... Yes. Dude, and, he, and then the guy, the guy's just like, special police, my ass. You're like, special bus. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's like, yeah, uh, I mean, I, <laughs> it, it's, it's funny because there, there is everything he said is true. I mean, there is there's departments that have reserve police officers. Uh, they may call them special police or reserve deputies or whatever um, that actually in some some communities like hell, the one I live in right now, um, you can go be a reserve deputy and you are sworn in your full power of arrest, everything you're you're a sheriff's deputy. You just don't get paid. 
uh, you're volunteering. That's the only difference. And uh, so those things exist. And as for being a U.S. Marshal, the U.S. Marshals deputize people all the time. I mean, they'll, they'll, they're going to do a raid. They'll, you know, they'll go, they'll pick up two or three guys from this department, one from this one, uh, grab a probation officer, you name it. Anybody who's sworn, they'll pick them up and they'll say, okay, uh, we're going to swear you in as deputy U.S. Marshals for the, for the afternoon. We're going to go on a raid. You know, <laughs> they do that kind of shit all the time. So everything's plausible. It's just, uh, if I'm going to commit a crime, I'm not going to, my, my, my get out of jail free card's not going to be to impersonate a police officer. <laughs> Much less a marshal. Yeah. The, like, those guys don't mess around. At least at least not the ones that I've ever encountered. Like, I've never met, like, a like a gun-toting, like, kick-your-door-in marshal. I've always met, like, the federal transport of the inmates' marshals. But those guys, like, when they say go, you go. When they say stop, you stop. If they think you're doing something wrong, they're just going to go ahead and punish you. There, there's no due process with these folks, so why would you import? Why why would you want to impersonate that? And like you know they're gonna. They're gonna he, come he, after and he was doing it for a pair of sunglasses and a nylon cup holder. <laughs> Man, I mean, like, if, if you, you're you, if you're gonna you're gonna, have if you're gonna go luck being a DEA, if you're gonna go full stupid, I mean, at least be try to go something worth it. Ugh. It's just I. Well, yeah. he got a, he got a little cash from the center console too. Ooh, okay. He got the five dollars that you, or the emergency twenty you keep in there. Okay, I'm impressed. Okay, so now we're gonna move right back to Florida because <laughs> you know Florida is just awesome. Um, at Pensacola, Florida, it, man is accused of throwing a woman onto a bed and then smelling her to see whether she cheated on him. <laughs> I've heard of giving things the sniff test, but damn. Yeah. Uh, Walter. I'm uh, interested. Uh, go ahead. I, I just, I just want to, I would want to see the rubric associated with that particular exam though. Like I really would. Like what, what exactly would you be searching for in a smell test? And I'm sure that, I'm sure that they'll highlight some of that in the article, but I'm just, that's my very first thought. Like, Hmm. I wonder what exactly you would use, like, in your matrix to calculate that. Hmm. I, I can think of some things, but I don't think I want to have them, have them recorded. <laughs> uh, Walter Medina, 34, of Pensacola, was arrested Thursday and charged with two counts of battery and one charge of sexual assault, according to the county's online booking records. According to an arrest record, the victim said Medina confronted her about 1 p.m. Thursday and accused her of cheating on him. After the argument, uh, she told police that Moderna ver wanted to verify her alleged infidelity. <laughs> the victim claimed that Medina threw her onto the bed, removed her pants and underwear, and began smelling her private area. Medina left the residence, and when he returned later that night, he allegedly struck the victim, according to the police report. The victim then called police, who then arrested Medina, who attempted to flee the residence. Medina is currently being held at the county jail without bail. He will appear at court on March 4th, according to online booking records. Yeah. I thought it was going to be all fun and games until we got to the part where he came back and, and hit her, but... <laughs> I gotta smell you to see if you've been, what you've been out doing. Oh feeling. my gosh. Like, of all the archaic and borderline stupid things that you would use to make that your fucking proof for infidelity. 
It's like having like, a doctor to wow. check to see if she's still a virgin. Yeah, I mean, like, come on. Like, dude, there are better ways, man. Like, get a nanny cam. <laughs> Low jacker ass. Like, yeah, I mean, like, seriously, come on, man. Like, and then, and then he even goes like he goes from creep to just asshole and comes back and freaking hits her too. Like, what? Yeah. I hope he's in. I hope. I hope he, he's not single for too long. <laughs> I really, I really do, because he'll meet a nice, nice young man, or an old man, who's Probably just gonna really make sure that he hates every decision he's made for like you know, ever. You know the uh, the ironic thing is maybe she was cheating on him, maybe she was, maybe maybe the sniff test was warranted. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if just let's empirical evidence does not lie this man is resulted to smelling her box and then hitting her perhaps perhaps even if there was some infidelity going on you can't excuse the hitting you can't excuse the hitting but (laughs) well it's kind of i kind of get it like if i were in a similar situation i could see myself cheating on that as well I mean, like, that's all I'm saying. I'm like, you know. Why cheat? Just end the relationship. Get the hell out. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, that's a whole other freaking box that that we shouldn't open on the air. Probably not. At least not, 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 not in the time that we have allotted. But either way, dude's a dick. Well, we're talking about smelling things. So let's, let's talk about a crash involving a sanitation truck, shall we? Uh, <laughs> we shall forced to hit the. This is being reported by also in South Florida because this this is the Florida man segment. Uh, forced to hit the brakes when a red pickup truck came speeding toward him. A sanitation truck spilled mounds of processed sewage and debris in front of a Hollywood home Wednesday morning. Waste also poured in onto Sheridan Street, said uh, Manuel Fernandez, the driver of the 18 wheeler. Fernandez had just left the water and sewage plant when a red pickup truck came hurtling toward him. It was so scary. I thought he was coming right at me. Fernandez said he had no choice but to hit the brakes, spending the, sending the waste spilling onto the street and onto a front yard. Shaken from the aftermath, Fernandez jumped out of his car and hid with his co-worker uh, and, and hid after his co-worker spotted the driver of the pickup taking off, carrying what he believed to be a firearm. Uh, the gentleman jumped out of the vehicle with camo pants, black shirt, black hat, and some type of big rifle case or something. Uh, Hollywood police told NBC6 the driver of the pickup was heading southeast on Sheridan uh, and crossed the train tracks, landing uh, into the front yard. Police said the incident happened shortly after 5.30 a.m. Fernandez said he didn't see anyone exiting the home after the waste was dumped. Police are investigating the incident. So, you know, first thing in the morning, you, you know, you're trying to sleep in and you wake up to just dookie all over your front yard and on the front of your house. How's your day going so far? Pretty shitty. Oh, you know what? You get a rim shot. Thank you. <laughs> but, oh, my, can you imagine? Just you hear, you hear a splurge, splat. And you're like, what the hell? Ooh, what's that smell? <laughs> oh, man. Like, 
But in, uh, but in about a week, that yard's going to look gorgeous. Yeah, but it's still going to be a quiet neighborhood for about another 30 or 40 days until all that smell gets out. What the? Oh. <laughs> it's in fairness. Nobody's, yeah. nobody's playing bocce ball on that yard for a while. <laughs> in, in fairness, it's processed. So what he's probably hauling away is uh, what's called sludge, and it's actually not all that bad smelling. I mean, not something I want to be around, but it's not like you'd expect to see smell this truck before you saw it. You know what I mean? Uh, they put these in drying beds and dry it out, and then they just dump it in the landfill. That's what's what happens to it. Uh, so it probably wasn't all that bad, but it's pretty dramatic for the story. So I think it's funny nonetheless. But it never let it's gonna be it is gonna be a biohazard issue, so he's gonna have DEQ and everybody else in the, under the sun in this guy's front yard now for a while, probably destroying it, trying to clean it all up. I just I just can't stop trying to make the pilot for fear factor reality or, or you know fear, uh, fear factor realty in my head. Like I'm I've already got like Joe Rogan like scripted for for his intro to you know the the horrors of buying homes and then you know somebody's going to get 10 grand for you know wading through the human waste in the front yard to get to the door it's like uh, uh. well speaking of poop <laughs> the detroit free press is coming at us with this one warren police search for a man who pooped in unlocked cars at auto shops Employees at two different Warren auto shops were shocked when they realized a random man pooped in the cars belonging to customers. Warren police told Fox 2 Detroit that they are looking for a man who pooped in unlocked cars at Mr. Friendly Auto Service and Twin Tire Service. The man first struck at Mr. Friendly Auto Service in November, which is located at, excuse me, on Van Dyke Avenue. Uh... Chris Phillips told Fox 2 after they realized someone used their customer's car as a bathroom, he checked the security cameras. Well, that's a prudent decision. Uh, According to Fox 2, the security footage showed the man grabbing sanitary napkins, opening a customer's van, and pooping inside of it. The man came back again in January, but kept his pants on that time. The incident happened February 3rd at Twin Tire Service, uh, also on Van Dyke Avenue. An employee at Twin tire service said that they were fixing a van with an electrical problems so the vehicle couldn't be locked properly the employees said although it was unsettling the poop froze due to the cold temperatures he was able to shovel it out of the car uh which was a slightly easier cleanup. well look on the bright side at least it froze after this the auto shop deep cleaned the car for the customer free of charge the twin tire service uh, also caught the man's license plate on its security footage. Woohoo! Warren police are still investigating the incident. Back in October, a similar incident happened in Van Buren Township. A man went to a local Megier? I don't know. Pooped in an empty box and left it on the shelf. <laughs> we got a serial pooper in Detroit, folks! Man. I need to see that guy, like, Stooping up to a van or some some guy's doorstep with his box of shit and going, <laughs> like chortling to himself, like fecality. Ha ha! I like in the Mortal Kombat voice, like man, dude, what a dipshit. I, I mean, we I've done it. I've put, I've put the, the the dog shit in a bag and set it on fire in someone's porch. I've done it. I admit it. I've done it. But 
this is a whole new level right here. <laughs> and it's random. It's not even, it's like the asshole that lives on the block that hates all the kids and the kids hate him. This is just like, hey, look, an unlocked car. I'm going to take a shit in it. Hey, man, when nature's screaming. <laughs> go sit on a, you know, go sit up somewhere on a, like a brick wall and shit over the side of that. Why you got to get in someone's car and shit? It's January, man. <laughs> it's not any warmer inside the car. <laughs> yeah, but at least it's comfier. But you don't get the wind chill maybe, factor, I guess. Maybe there's a maybe there's a magazine on the passenger side. <laughs> maybe. Well, our final story is the main event of the evening, brought to us by Caregiver Katie, I believe, right? Yep, Caregiver Katie slamming in the the final submission. Manchester United fan pranked by rival supporters into driving 400 miles to meet a woman. Spoiler alert, there's no woman. (laughs) This is being reported by sportbible.com. A married Manchester United supporter drove 400 miles to meet a woman, only to discover it was a hoax set up by two Liverpool fans who he had met on holiday. The 39-year-old met Emma on Facebook and ended up driving nine hours from his home in Shearfield to the remote farm in Scotland to continue his love affair in person following weeks of online flirting. But when the Man United fan arrived at the house, Emma was nowhere to be found. The pranksters eventually called him three hours later and confessed it had been a trick. It was a cruel thing to do. I had take, I'd been taken for a ride, said the United supporter, uh, Mr. Slan, after the two Liverpool fans released the tape conversation online. Oh, jeez. The trio had originally met during a holiday in Cancun, Mexico, and spent the vacation arguing about football as only Man United and Liverpool fans can. Slan had reportedly thrown was reportedly thrown into a swimming pool at one point, but worse was still to come. The Liverpool fans fans planned to humiliate him after he returned to the UK and set up a fake Facebook account pretending to be a Scottish woman named Emma. There's no doubt I've been good and proper by the lads. I've been done good and proper by the lads from Liverpool. It was cruel, but I'll hold my hands up and say they really wound me up. <laughs> I had been chatting with this girl on Facebook for about a month or so, and I really thought she was genuine, and I had no reason to doubt it. On the night she asked me to go to Scotland, I was on the road for about nine hours, and when I got to this remote farm, she sent me a text saying she was still in work. What made it worse is not only had I driven nine hours, but I had to wait for another three hours for her to finish work. Then when I got the call saying it was a hoax, I just felt awful. Uh... (laughs) Yeah. If they had asked to drive to Manchester, Leeds, or Liverpool, it wouldn't have been so bad, and maybe I would have even seen the funny side of it. But to drag me all the way to Aberdeen was just cruel. Now's the good part. Mr. Slane's wife reportedly told him after discovering his actions uh, that she was leaving, and it has now made waves across the internet uh, from when it happened back in 2009. The original YouTube video, since deleted for obscene language, featured a phone call in which the Liverpool fans revealed their ruse by asking, Do you recognize our voices, Stuart? <laughs> uh, it's them South lads who threw you into the pool. Do you recognize our South accents? <laughs> he replied, Yes, I do. And was told, You've been framed by the men who burst into laughter. 
the tough the tough trip for this particular Manchester United fan. Though, as the two pranksters had clearly spent weeks online masquerading as a woman and flirting with him heavily, you have to wonder if anybody really came out of this hoax a winner. That's, you know, I, I gotta give that article a lot of credit because of, of most of the ones that we read, some of those reporters, like, you can tell they only went to public school. <laughs> like, you can... T- <laughs> I, I hate to say it like that, but you can just hell and what it what it like that was a very like compelling compelling article and i love the last line like can you wonder is anybody really a winner and you just you're just like hmm i really can't say (laughs) well the thing that kind of bugs me about the article is they glaze over the fact that this dude was married and he said to drive nine hours for a for a freaking piece of tail and and but so not only did they like ruin this guy's weekend, cost him a lot of money, they ended his relationship, which probably was doing the woman a favor uh, if he was willing to go that much just to cheat on her. Uh, so maybe she came out the winner. That's what I'm kind of thinking here. I'm thinking, you know, yeah, in, in short term, yeah, it sucks to be her. But long term, she dodged a bullet. She didn't waste her entire life with this douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, talk about a really fucked up civil service. But yeah, I mean, that that is about it in a nutshell. At least she's not with him. So there's the moral of our story, folks. <laughs> well, that's all we have for this week for the Social Liability Podcast. Sorry it's coming out a day late, but hey, you still get free funny. Um, make sure you're following us on our uh, YouTube channel. If you just search for the Mount Moon Crew or the Social Liability Podcast, you'll be sure to find it. You can also listen to our podcast on so many platforms. Spotify, Radio Public, Publiccast, Overcast, Anchor, Google Podcast, Breaker, Apple Podcast, and CastBox. And uh, you can also watch the video version on our YouTube channel if you really want to see us and all of our goofy and splendor. That being said, folks, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next week on the Social Liability Podcast. Thank you. Thank you.